two international travelers talking to you right now on Virgin Radio. Yeah, we had a great time in Detroit yesterday. Yeah, it's Hannah and Johnny, obviously. Um, we obviously. Went, obviously, <laughs> we went across the border for just like a quick little trip for a walking tour. Yeah. And it was so cool. Very cool. I had a great time. Uh, learned a lot, really. Yeah. Um, we got to go inside a lot of the cool buildings down there, and I was showing my fiance all of the photos and videos. I'm like, this is the center point of Detroit. <laughs> so, like, this is the spot that they put it on the map. Yeah. And there's, like, a plaque on the ground or, a like, glass, glass button circle. on the ground. And I'm like, so 8 Mile is 8 miles away from this exact glass button. He's like, oh, that's so cool. So he didn't know you were spitting out all those facts? No, and there was no. some that were news to him? And I uh, showed that's him good. the Guardian building, the inside of yeah. the Guardian building, which, what did they call it? Like, a cathedral to, to finance. finance. And yeah. he works in banking, right? So I'm like, <laughs> babe, fall on his you're going to love this. Weep tears of joy? Yeah. It was so funny. Yeah. I mean, I'm like a religious experience at the bank. Yeah. He's like, really yeah. cool. Really cool. A lot of <laughs> um, obviously, you know, interesting history and great buildings and just a good time hanging out downtown. So, yeah, it was awesome. We spread some Canadian currency around. So. We did. We paid, <laughs> we're such <laughs> a holes. We paid for parking in Canadian money and then we tipped the tour guide in Canadian money. Listen, we were generous. To make up for the exchange rate. Good morning. Anna Witherby and Johnny Parks. Every morning, 93.9 Virgin Radio. Questionable celebrity crushes. No no shade, no shame, because honestly, I don't think anyone's going to be able to top Drew Barrymore on this one. Okay. Pretty wild. See, you say no shade, no shame. That's a little tough for me, depending on <laughs> yeah, who well, it is. I promise I won't shade you. but Maybe this, no shame, but a little bit of shade. <laughs> this is dash. This was on the Drew Barrymore show. One of my first crushes um, was Darth Vader. I think, oh. I know, I know, I know. You're all going to be like, what? It was so twisted. I, <laughs> <laughs> I used to have this reoccurring dream about her, but I I was a kid and it was, it had definite sexual undertones. <laughs> <laughs> that Vader. is so weird. <laughs> Why? Wow, what do you think? I think we say? all can agree, like, sometimes a mask is hot. Yeah. So do that- you know what it is? Whoa. Oh. I thought there was just like a garbage truck coming through at first. All I heard was the rumbling. It's because, A, it's one of those I-can-fix-him situations. You think so? And, B, a lot of women love a man in uniform. That's probably a big part of it. I mean, if you're getting into the kinky stuff, then it could be that he can do the force choke. Yeah, I mean, maybe. That's hilarious. This you're is, right. This is this is uh, Darth Vader trying to hit on Drew Barrymore after hearing this. Edward! Whoops, that's the wrong the wrong piece of uh, information there. Where's where's my Darth? Where's Darth Vader? Join me. Together, we can rule the galaxy. Is this the next step for Drew Barrymore? Maybe. You, I don't know. I don't know if Darth Vader's Wii would work. What is, oh. He's all burnt <laughs> up, you know? Think about it, Drew. Make some make some contingency plans, all like right? a piece of crispy fried bacon or something like that? Yeah. Oh, my God. Breakfast sausage. The, oh, God. What this? Morning. Hey, Hannah and Johnny. Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Aaron, who is your questionable celebrity crush? The Joker from The Dark Knight. Ah, uh, yeah. No. You know, maybe if his hair wasn't that long, but <laughs> the, the face, like his face, it was just really all in the facial features that well, drawn me to him. Yeah, so what? what you you were attracted to Heath Ledger then, is yeah. what it was. Right. Conventionally attractive man. He was playing a weirdo in that. 
Okay, but, so that was the huge. But still, like, what is it with all of these crushes on, you know, bad guys? The bad guys in the movie. There's something about it. There really is. So, I don't know. I never give up. I mean, we no longer have Heath Ledger with us, but we'll always have that character. You can just play this scene over and over again. All right, so listen. Why don't you give me a call when you want to start taking things a little more seriously? Here's my card. More with Hannah and Johnny in the morning. Next. It is time for Science Corner. Science Corner. What is going on? <laughs> the video restarted. This is the beginning of a Bill Nye show before the theme song starts. Oh, you gotta love the science guy. Hannah Nye, the science girl. We have to do that every time there's a science corner. And from now on with that weird squishing sound. Whatever too. that was. Yeah, didn't like that noise. No, not at all. Okay, so on today's science corner, as the oceans around the world get warmer due to climate change, climate change, oh, climate boy. change, this is off to a good start. <laughs> shrimp are getting louder. What do you mean so shrimp are getting louder? The rising temperatures in the earth are making the shrimp get physically, like, louder in volume. But how do they make sounds? Okay, what? so these are specifically snapping shrimp. Oh. And apparently this creates far-reaching implications for various marine ecosystems. So this is according to researchers at the Woods Hole Oceanographic Institution. So they can provide a clear relationship between rising temperatures and the frequency and the volume of the sound produced by two different snapping shrimp species. Mm-hmm. So snapping shrimp are known to be one of the loudest marine animals, and their snapping is a sound they make when they open and close their claw really fast. Yeah, it's as like a, a way to stun their prey and yeah. distract their predators and even communicate with one another. So researchers describe the sound as kind of like a crackling bacon. I have I have a sound of it here. I do believe. That, that snap. That's pretty loud. Yeah. And they're finding it to get even louder. So this will interrupt fish finders and ship sonar. They're affected by the noises because it's so loud. The high volume covers a wide acoustic spectrum. And also whales and dolphins may sometimes use the sound of the snapping shrimp to help them find their way down the shore. Hmm. And also a variety of soundscapes are known to draw fish and shellfish and other like corals to suitable setting, settling areas. So instead of a variety of soundscapes, it's just going to be these like shrimpy, shrimp. snappy <laughs> shrimpy guys. Yeah. Yeah. The study examined recordings of snapping shrimp. They're jazz shrimp, you know? Yeah, they're going to rumble. A bunch of shrimps facing off and doing the snaps. Yeah, like West Side Story. <laughs> One of the weird effects of climate change that we didn't really think about. I guess so. It turns out that they are not the loudest creatures, though. Uh, there's some on this list that are higher. Howler monkeys. Oh, yeah. Their, their hooting and hollering gets up to 140 decibels. Wow, hooting and wild. hollering. Hooting and hollering. Sperm whales are near the top of the list, 188 decibels. And I've actually heard of situations where people go diving and their eardrums will rupture if they get in close contact with whales who start, like, doing their whale calls because it's just so loud and it carries in the water, right? That's so cool. But still, none of that compares to the loudest creature of all, Hannah Witherby in the OCM building in downtown Detroit singing for some reason. Hannah, you going to jump in the fountain? Why were you singing? Because 
Okay, so the OCM building in Detroit, this was on our walking tour yesterday. They have this big water fountain with all these paper airplanes. Well, it's not airplanes. It's like these triangles. They look like kites. Yeah, okay. Or airplanes. So they have all these like little triangly things. And so I thought it looked like paper airplanes. And so you And then I singing. started singing One Day I'll Fly Away. Open the fountain. In public, there was like 40 people with us. It was. I'm like, like that annoying theater kid. Maybe a two-hour span yesterday, and I've got many videos of Hannah singing and prancing and dancing around the streets of Detroit, just as it should be, of course. I love it. Love the morning. Hannah and Johnny on, on, on Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Three celebrity hosts were just announced for the MTV VMAs, the Video Music Awards, that are happening later this month. Mm-hmm. Jack Harlow is going to be hosting along with Nicki Minaj and LL Cool J. LL Cool J is always just thrown in there for some reason. He is very charismatic. Like, he's a good host of things. Yeah. But it's just funny that they're still, like, tapping LL Cool J on the shoulder to do stuff. Well, was, it, was it the Grammys that he hosted, like, every year for a good stretch Yeah, there? and he, did, he does a good job. It's just, you know, it, he wasn't super relevant when he was hosting that, and he's, like, even more not relevant now. But wow. um, Jack Harlow, Nicki Minaj, and LL Cool J, keep an eye out. What are the kind of hats that LL Cool J wears? What does do you he call wear, like, those, those new? Boy caps, kind of thing, kind of like the paperman boy caps. Yeah, I I don't know exactly what to call it, but that is kind of the vibe. He he wore the crap out of those for years, and he better be wearing one Ooh. at the MTV VMA. His hat game will be strong. If yeah. it's not, they'll ask him to leave immediately. That's the only reason he's invited. Yeah. His hat game. Him and Kevin Fenderline. Fenderline. <laughs> you, you always call him Kevin. I do Fenderline. that so much. Okay, Jack Harlow and Nicki Minaj, two of the hosts. They're also both slated to perform as well, oh, okay. along with Blackpink, the K-pop group. Yeah. Alvin, Lizzo, Marshmello and Khalid, okay. Kane Brown and more. So the MTV VMAs are airing on August 28th at 8 on MTV and Much Music. Live from Newark, New Jersey. Oh, you're going to say live from New York. New Jersey. Say it quick so people think you are talking about New York. Live from Newark. New Jersey. What's going on? Hannah and Johnny on Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. How much garlic is too much garlic? Stupid question. Limit does not exist. What is the correct amount of garlic that you put into your food? As like, much as humanly possible without poisoning yourself. Text us. Text us. Uh-huh. Please. 10939. There is a recipe developer who has gone on the record saying that there is confirmed no appropriate or correct amount of garlic. There's just no such thing. It doesn't exist. Okay. Her name's Emma Lapper. It's a French. Sounds about right. Um, yeah, she's a cooking editor at Bon Appetit. She's a recipe developer. She says garlic is like the savory equivalent to how a lot of people see vanilla extract in baking. It mm. makes everything better, but some people can use more than others right. and it's still delicious no matter how much is in it but a lot of recipes she's saying will go for the classic like one clove of garlic or two cloves of garlic because that's just a good standard mm-hmm. when in reality you can be adding an entire head of garlic to every recipe and it won't be changing the flavor like an over the top amount 
have you ever eaten something that was too garlicky that it made you sick? Like, does how does your body respond positively or negatively to garlic? There is one specific time, and maybe it's because it's fake garlic flavor, where I did not F with garlic. Yeah. And it's the PC brand oh. garlic Alfredo sauce in the jar. No. So PC has these, like, Alfredo sauces, and yeah. um, there's, like, the blue menu one, and there's the regular one, and then there's the roasted garlic one. And the roasted garlic one... Not disgusting. For you. Well, this is the thing. PC usually doesn't miss. Yeah. Usually they, they're fire, so that's surprising to me. But I also, as far as pre-made sauces, especially like a creamy garlic one, you never know. That's the thing. Garlic sauces. We could have a whole conversation about that. It's, it's like Russian roulette. Woo! Really. It is, for me, one of the great um, measuring points of a good pizza place is their garlic sauce game. Yeah. It's got to be on point because you were shocked when I said I always have to get garlic sauce with my pizza, Hannah. Well, because I think Windsor Pizza is so good that it doesn't yeah. really need a lot of extra sides, but it depends where you go. Sometimes, like, if I get Domino's, I always get ranch because wow. it's Domino's. Like, you've yeah. got to cover it up with something. You don't even. We did got a text at 10939, as much garlic as your heart desires another person. The limit does not exist accurate when it but comes to garlic. Is it like a feel of how much garlic or do you put in like the same amount every time? Because I have that thing of minced garlic that you keep in the fridge. You just right. boop, boop, scoop it in. Boop, boop and scoop. Yeah. I feel like I put a tablespoon of minced garlic into everything. Uh-huh. But is that not enough? No, it, it, I literally stand by the fact that there is never too much garlic. But there is, like, certain recipes will just have baseline. Every single recipe book will have, like, one clove of garlic, and it'll just say that across the board because they okay. think it's an unproblematic amount. Well, text us at 1093.9 or give us a call, 519-792-64. Yeah, are you a garlic girl? Have you ever garlic experienced girl. something with too much garlic? I eat stinky food. Now here we go. Go. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. Good morning. Good morning. 93.9 Virgin Radio. There is a lot of things that I am not, but there is one thing that I am, and that's a garlic girl. I am a garlic girl. I am a f- garlic girl. If it says six cloves of garlic on a recipe, I put 12. There's no wrong, incorrect answer for how much garlic to put into a recipe. The professionals have spoken. And they are giving us free reign to put a whole head of garlic into something. As they should. And where are my garlic girls out there? Garlic girls. Garlic girls. How many times are you going to just play a song and then yell different words over it? Where's my garlic girls? So, so far, this has been 30 seconds that people will never get back. I'm so sorry. No, garlic is a very hot topic of conversation, all right? People feel different ways about it. Oh, there you go. Someone said, sing, Hannah. Thank you. They like it. Text at 1093.9. Saucy San Hannah, if you will. Oh, my God. That song's by Saucy Santana. Not me explaining my joke. Saucy San Hannah. That's going to be me anytime I start singing or rapping. That's true. So, uh, pretty much everyone we've heard from today has said yes to all the garlic. They're just like, there is no limit. Put as much on as possible. But. But why are people requesting? only two cloves of garlic in a recipe. I, I don't know. They're, they're lost. Lost souls. The other thing is they might be looking out for you because garlic breath may be one of the worst smells you can have, right? Yeah. It's up there with like coffee breath, cigarette breath, garlic breath. Mm-hmm. A lot of people very opposed to that. And we did get a call from Kara at 519-792-6040. This is actually part of your plan of attack, right? Tell us about this. I purposely went on a date <laughs> 
And I had garlic and onion before the date. But like, why? Was it <laughs> like a defense mechanism yeah. against this? Like, it was. Uh, it was a blind date. A friend of mine set me up on, and I had already heard about the guy. Uh, and, um, I didn't like what I had heard, so you know, oh. I kept my promise to my friends, and I went out on this date. But beforehand, I made sure that I ate a whole lot of garlic and a whole lot of onion. So he wouldn't well, want to kiss onions. you. And onions. It stinks. Ooh. Did it work? Did it? Because this could be a hot tip if you don't want someone to kiss you. Did that work for you? He had come in for a kiss, and I had went and <laughs> burped in his face. Oh, girl. <laughs> That's my defense mechanism as well. If- you know, in uh, is it Finding Nemo? They said you made me ink. Oh my it's god! Like, you made me That's burp. the burping defense mechanism, guys. If she's burping in your face, she's just not that into you. Sorry. <laughs> More with Hannah and Johnny in the morning. Next, what's stronger, the smell of garlic or people's opinions about garlic? Um, most people have a positive thing to say about garlic, mm-hmm. I would say. But they feel it very strongly. Yes, that's true. There was a professional recipe developer who says there's no right or correct amount of garlic to put in a recipe. But some people, they see it the other way. We got a lot of texts about this. And a call from Kel, 519-792-6040. Spit some facts about garlic. Let's go. I am a chef, and there is... I love garlic. I do love garlic. Don't get me wrong. But there is, a, you know, when you when you overpower. Okay, when you make a dish, spices and garlic are supposed to enhance the flavor and smell. Mm-hmm. But if you make something with too much of something and that is overpowering the dish, then you've got way too much garlic in there or I, any other spices that you put in there. Damn. When I walk into like someone's home and all of a sudden I and, and I I'm like, okay, I can smell like a huge amount of garlic. Like, what are what did you make? Because I can't even tell what you made. I want to get slapped in the face with garlic harder than Chris Rock was slapped by Will Smith. Like that's that's how much no. garlic I want. Okay, and then what happens is like I love garlic. I love garlic, <laughs> but when it is in your clothes for weeks on weeks, yeah. and, or in your like like your jackets and stuff, yeah. that's when you have way too much garlic. Right. And then you sweat garlic, so it yeah. comes out your pores. Yeah, the garlic scent almost sticks to you as much as the subway scent. Ooh, I swear, you're in true. the subway for five seconds. And it's like you smell like Subway. Yeah, for the that's rest of when the you day. got way too much. And I know exactly what you're talking about when, it, when it, like the smell of stuff. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Can I ask yeah. a professional opinion on goat cheese? Because when we're talking about things that can overpower a dish, I find a lot of people are too heavy handed with the goat cheese. They use it in everything. I don't think it belongs in everything. Okay. You're, you're right. Yes. Am I? Absolutely. You're wrong. I- you're no, absolutely wrong. Agrees with me. No. Okay. So we did a bit of a accidental test at the pool party on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, we, by the way, have some text. One text says she's wrong from Ash, and another text <laughs> says put it in my veins. Um, <laughs> so yeah. fighting words are are either garlic, <laughs> but in terms of goat cheese. Uh huh. We had a pool party. And somebody at the pool party was vegan. So I made a salad, arugula, peaches, basil, dressing, and put a little bowl of goat cheese crumpled on the side. side. And a lot of people said, I'm glad you put the goat cheese on the side. Yeah, I was vocal about it. If it weren't for that one single vegan person, the goat cheese would be in salad, right? Mm -hmm. But a lot of people didn't want it on it. And that boggles my mind because goat cheese is the best food ever of all time. No, it's it's overused. It's too, it's a bougie thing that I think people like to put on everything because they think it's going to make it fancier. 
it does not go on everything. And I was like, I'm standing in, you know, uh, Hannah in, in Kevin's backyard, openly berating her in front of all her friends. Uh, just like, no, you can't. Are you telling me you put arugula and goat cheese in the same salad? Yeah. That's a bitter and a kind of stanky cheese. It's what delicious. are you doing? But I just, I think there's Upgrade things like that. Upgrade your palate, Johnny. <laughs> Listen, I don't mind goat cheese depending on what it's in, but it is one of those things that can be overpowered. I put in everything. Fry up a thing of goat cheese. I'll just eat it. Yeah. Like, hand fruit. Thoughts on goat cheese. Since people can't seem to shake the food discussions today, feel free to text us at 1093.9. Hannah Witherby and Johnny Parks. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Okay, so we're kicking this Wither Report off with some piping hot gossip. People think that Johnny Depp has a secret role in the new Adams Family Netflix series called Wednesday. Really? Yes. So this Netflix series, they just released the first trailer the other day. It's being done by Tim Burton. So the reason people think that Johnny Depp has a secret role in this is because of a gossip tip anonymously titled Festering. And it said... Mm extraordinary lengths taken to protect the identity of Uncle Fester on the latest Netflix offering. A++ Lister is keeping things quiet so that Ortega's moment is not overshadowed by his ex's ongoing vendetta, but rumors are the first edit show Tim Burton was right to fight for his casting. So that's what this gossip tip says, and if we take what they say and analyze it a little bit, they're saying they want to keep things quiet so that Ortega's moment is not overshadowed. Jenny Ortega is the girl who plays Wednesday Adams. It's a big breakout role for her. So whatever this news is, they don't want it to steal her spotlight. But people think that the tipster is referring to the ex's vendetta between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. He has starred in a couple other Tim Burton movies, including Edward Scissorhands and Sleepy Hollow. And it gets even deeper. Supporting this rumor are that there is no photos of Uncle Fester in Netflix's press materials for the series. And the IMDb for the series does not list the character in the credits. Huh. So it lists Louise Guzman and Catherine Zeta-Jones, who play Wednesday Adams' parents, Gomez and Morticia. Obviously, it has Jenny Ortega as Wednesday Adams. It does not list anybody for Uncle Fester. And there has been no video or photographic evidence of who is playing Uncle Fester. So people are saying, oh, my gosh, they've never shown Uncle Fester. They got this gossip tip about, you know, potentially Johnny Depp playing Uncle Fester. He's worked with with Tim Burton before. And, again, also this series doesn't have a release date yet. Remember we were talking about how weird it was that it said Wednesday on Netflix is coming this fall, but it didn't Mm -hmm. have an actual date? Maybe the date will be coinciding with the announcement that Johnny Depp is going to be playing Maybe. Uncle Fester. Or will they just try to keep it secret forever to, you know, not not rile anybody up? Just like a mm. bunch of prosthetics, you can't yeah, even tell who is, who's playing it? Don't even know. Obviously, this is all gossip and this is all speculation, but when you look at all of the connecting the dots here, it would make a lot of sense with all the mystery surrounding this particular character in the series. Yeah, well, I mean, as soon as you said it was a Tim Burton movie, I was like, of course Johnny Depp's going to be in it. Yeah. Also, probably Helena Bonham Carter, whatever. what's her name there? The like His wife? Oh, Every yeah. single Tim Burton movie. Helena Bonham Carter. somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, so. just Bella Strix Lestrange. Throw her into the yeah. Adams family and see what happens. Why not? Yeah, she was. She was. She was. Deserves to be there. She was born there. Born to be in the Adams family. <laughs> she was. She was. She was. Deserves to be there. She was born there. She was. She was. She was. Deserves to be there. She was born there. 
For more Hannah and Johnny, check out 93.9 Virgin Radio. Weekday morning, 6 to 10.